Hello everyone and welcome back to the CDL podcast channel. In this episode today, going to be a rather short one, just going to be basically be talking about uh, the news, some roster news, nothing really official yet, but a lot of the rumors that are going around, uh, some announcements that the CDL made regards uh, to challengers and to the championship this year, God champs. Um, so just going to get into that, going to be a rather short episode as we kind of rear up and get all ready to go for major four our final major of the year if you guys are on youtube and you enjoy this one be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe we're approaching um that 500 subscriber mark that's a huge milestone uh, would be awesome to hit it sometime soon uh, i really appreciate all the support we've had a lot of new commenters recently and you know you guys are really just showing love out there i appreciate that if you're on the audio platforms if you want to drop a follow and a five-star review on there I would really appreciate that as well as always. Uh, I know I always say that in every episode, but seriously, the support and you guys commenting and, you know, just offering feedback and kind of talking through COD with me is just something I really, really, really enjoy and I can't say it enough. So thank you guys for the support. Um, like I said, going to just do more of a shorter episode, maybe a 20 minute or less. Hopefully I always say that and I go way too long, but maybe a 20 minute or less episode talking about news. Um, I know I said in the last episode, you know, we're maybe going to do like a player tier list, but you know, now with all the rumors and like rosters not being set, I thought maybe if I did it in the middle of the week next week, you know, with uh, the next set of matches coming up relatively soon, uh, within like a week and a half, I thought maybe the rosters would be like officially announced or like pretty much official, but still kind of in a limbo. So I want to do the player tier list still. I still would like to do it ahead of Major 4 and then maybe do one after Major 4 as well. Um, but I think we're going to try to wait till next week and hopefully we can do it next week, but I don't want to make one with all the players in limbo because like there are plenty of players that are being rumored to be joining teams, but not official. And like, if I take the players off that are supposed to be getting benched and they don't end up getting benched, it just becomes a mess. And like our player tier list heading into major four might not even have all the players that are active. So I want to wait till the rosters are officially set to do that. If you guys are okay with that. Um, but let's just jump right into the news now. The first thing, talking about rosters, the one like official, official, we know it's announced uh, thing is Gizmo back in for the Ravens. Uh, I like this move for them. Uh, I don't know that this like instantly makes the Ravens some world beaters, some instant contender, but when the Ravens were at their best this year, it was during stage one, specifically during the qualifiers and really during the major as well. I believe they finished third there um, or in the top four or something like that. They had a good finish at that first major. Um, and when the Ravens were at their best, where, where do we see them? Beginning of the year gizmo in it was the afro nasty gizmo and zero roster my opinion for what i believe their options probably were this gives them the best chance to compete you know really lock up that champ spot and actually compete there um because to me it seems like this is really the only move they could make for the short term uh in the short term meaning the rest of the vanguard season uh who knows where they go where they will go going into next title but uh, obviously they seem like they're pretty much trying to keep an all eu roster so any na player is pretty much cut out of that um, and the reason I think this is probably the best move and gives them the best chance to, you know, get back to that peak is, well, Afro and Nasty seem like they're going to be their two franchise players. Like they're probably not moving them anywhere. They're going to go forward with for sure those two, if nobody else going into the next title into MW2, uh, those two seem to be their franchise players that they want locked up long-term. So they're not going anywhere. We know that, uh, then Gizmo, you know, bringing him back in Harry, you know, not a bad player. We've seen flashes from him, but it just didn't seem like the team ever really found success with him. So it makes sense that they'd want to swap him back out. Uh, at one point during those stage one qualifiers, Gizmo was the second KD in the league behind Selium, who has arguably been the best player uh, for a major uh, portion of this year. So Gizmo was frying. Uh, we know what he's capable of. And then Zero, I believe that like, you know, technically maybe going into next year, they can make a move with Zero. Not saying that, uh, uh, that Zero deserves to be dropped because Zero has been fantastic this year. You can argue uh, at points he's been their best player and like a top three AR. Zero has been fantastic this year. 
Um, but the reason I think he's pretty much at this point undroppable since uh, we think they're going to make champs and they're a pretty good team is he's the system of the team. He's the leader. It'd be pretty hard to take him out and install another AR in there, especially if they're going with an EU player. I don't know a ton about EU challengers, but I just don't know who you could actually install in there that is a full-time leader, has as much gunny as zero, just brings as much intangibles to the table as he does, and could put in a whole system on such short notice. So it seems like to me, zero, you know, he is the system. He is the leader. It's hard to swap him out this late. Um, Afro Nasty franchise players, I don't think you're moving them for any time soon. Uh, I think you're going to try to hold on to them for as long as you can. Uh, and then Gizmo, you know, we know how high of a ceiling he has when he's playing well. We saw it during stage one. So I like this move for Ravens because it seems like they weren't going to pick anybody else up, and those other three on the team are pretty much safe in my opinion. So bringing Gizmo back as long as he's ready to go seems to be the best option for them. So I'm excited to see if they can, you know, maybe not get back into that top three form because we have seen a lot of other teams improve as well. Um, and, you know, I, I like the I like the move for them overall. I'm excited to see, you know, got, you guys know I was a London stan early in the year um, just because I like Afro mainly and uh, also have always been a pretty big Zero fan, uh, fan and Nasty and Gizmo have grown on me. So hopefully this team picks it back up. Another piece of news here, uh, Ricky Atura, for those of you that don't know, he was Florida's coach uh, for the past couple years, and then they made a transition uh, during this season uh, or going into the season. Apparently, he had a deal lined up to work with a CDL franchise that was supposed to acquire a spot this season. Uh, and then CDL Intel reported that it sounds like it was supposed to be a group that included um, French streamer, now he is, former uh, COD pro, COD legend um, from France, uh, Gotaga. Apparently, like, he was involved in some group that had a deal to buy the Legion. In my opinion, this would have been huge because, like, I know we meme the Paris Legion because they are a meme. I mean, they don't try. They pay the minimum for their roster. They don't produce any content. Uh, they've been basically the laughing stock and, like, the worst team in the league basically every year. I mean, if they're not the worst team, they're the second worst or whatever. Like, they've been one of the worst teams uh, in the league. They've never really been competitive. Um, they've never really attempted to be competitive. Like, they just pay their players the minimum, like I said. So I think this would have been huge not only because, obviously, somebody has to buy um the paris spot and it sounds like they're going to vegas in all likelihood and like yeah that's cool and everything like a vegas franchise would be cool but i don't like i feel like we've forgotten how big of a city paris is and how much potential that has for call of duty to help it um with paris being a city in the league just because of how bad the franchise located there has been i feel like that's like something that's not being talked about like everybody's been like hyped that like hey paris was thinking about selling that's big like um they're gonna go to vegas like another great city i'm not arguing that vegas isn't a great city it's just in my opinion i i just feel like you know i know with like the eswcs and stuff and players having to go over to paris to play uh to play matches it always seemed like the fans were crazy there like i remember that black ops 3 event where scump went on that crazy streak and started shooting bodies i believe that one was in paris at the eswc and like the fans are going nuts and they're like oh my god this is like one of the best crowds we've ever played against it's probably the most iconic clip from that event um i believe it was uh, stronghold hardpoint against splice when scump's kind of going off and you always see that clip um that's kind of like the one that comes to mind and then the french crowd's going nuts and like it's kind of like the the uk crowds like they're known to be fantastic and like i feel like there's a big fan base over there it's paris you get a whole country of france behind them like there's so much potential with that city and gotaga being probably the most well-known french player you know hydra maybe trying to take his title but gotaga is a huge streamer now and like i feel like he could bring a lot of popularity to the league being an owner of the team and like he would be passionate about Paris and about France and like really kind of drum up that fan base there. So I'm very sad that that didn't go through. Hopefully, you know, he comes in, swoops in, keeps the team in Paris and um, ends up buying them still for next year. And then maybe we get an expansion team in Vegas instead, because I think it would be a pretty big mistake for the CDL to take a, a franchise out of Europe. 
um, when, you know, expansion is needed. So keep him in Paris. Make somebody who's actually going to do something with that huge uh, country of France um, and Paris with their franchise. Make somebody keep it there. It's going to do something with it. And then let us expand to Vegas because we need the expansion. And I also don't think it hurts to have teams in Europe where you can just drum up a whole new fan base, especially one as rabid as we've seen Paris and France be in the past for COD. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Let's move on from Paris. Uh, we probably gave them way too much airtime for them being uh, like the only team that's eliminated from champs already. All right, Illy, back playing again on Wednesday, which is today as I'm recording this. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say about this. Like we knew at some point um, Illy was coming back into the lineup, whether it was after a week or after a great bit of time, depending on how much it took him to heal. But uh, I'm excited to see what Optic can do with him. Hopefully he has no limitations. I think we all want to see every team at their full strength uh, heading into Major 4 and heading into Champs because, I mean, it's just like in sports, you never want to see injured teams losing or like a team losing uh, because of some like extenuating circumstance that really affects them. We all want to see every team at their best and then like see when every team's at their best, who can win. So hopefully Illy's all good. Hopefully no limitations, hopefully no setbacks, um, but he's supposed to be playing and practicing today. So hopefully that all went well and he's feeling good and optic is back to shape because um, I'm expecting some pretty crazy, you know, optic phase surge ultra, like those top, top teams. Coming down the stretch to champs, I'm expecting to see some crazy matchups between them, and I don't want to see um, Optic with a last-second sub again, or FaZe has a last-second sub because of something like we want to see all these teams at full strength. So hopefully Illy's feeling great, and he has no setbacks after his first day of practice back today. Uh, another roster move, a couple, like three more, actually. We'll go like back-to-back-to-back with some roster stuff here. Um, LAG have apparently reached out to Neptune, according to CDL Intel, uh, and possibly other players as well. Looking also to potentially bring back Spart into the lineup. Um, I'm not a fan of this move, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't want to sit here and say, like, LAG shouldn't make a change. I do believe that, like, a change could be made. I just don't know about the whole Neptune thing. I'm not opposed to potentially bringing back Spart. You know, Gunless hasn't played well since he came back. Uh, Spart wasn't really playing great after Major 2, but he did win an MVP, and he looked very good. Like, we know the talent is there for Spart. I truly believe that maybe injecting him into the lineup... Uh, could do something for them. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, like, <laughs> I would say a change has to be made because, I mean, they are on the verge of potentially missing champs, even though they won an event. That's how bad they've been playing. And um, they're very much still in the driver's seat of their own destiny. Like, if they win their matches, they're going to make champs. Uh, if they have a decent place at the major, they're going to make champs. So I get why you want to, you know, potentially make a roster change. I just don't know that Neptune's the answer because, obviously, if Neptune comes on, he's likely coming on as a sub player unless, for some reason, they wanted to make him a flex. Um, and Asim and Hook, I mean, Asim has had a down, uh, bit of a stage, but it doesn't really matter. Like to me, it's, it's tough to say like, oh, Asim had a down, uh, little like stretch here or Hook had a down stretch because all of LAG had a, uh, as a whole had a down stretch. Like none of them were playing great. Uh, specifically Asim was a lot worse than we had seen, but in my opinion, I think Asim's a better player than Neptune. I think Hook's a better player than Neptune. So to me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to swap them out. I'd rather go for more of a higher ceiling player because, I mean, Neptune, yes, he's very talented, but I still also think that Hook and Asim's ceiling is higher than him. I just don't know. And, like, with all the things that we've heard about Neptune is, like, people say he's hard to play with. And I know that NYSL team was toxic, so that could be complete BS, and maybe Neptune's a fantastic teammate. But uh, it sounds like a lot of the pros complain about, like, the way he plays the game. And uh, it doesn't necessarily seem like a guy that... Uh, like Neptune, who hated teaming with a Krim and a Clay, who are very demanding of him and like very, I don't know, like straightforward. And he doesn't maybe like to be yelled at like that. Uh, not saying that's a bad thing. Like if that's not his style of teammate that he likes, that's not his style of teammate. But 
Um, if you're not a fan of like Krim, I don't know that you'll necessarily be a fan of Slasher or Gunless as your teammate if those two are, because Slasher and Gunless are very vocal. They're not scared to yell at you. So I don't know that that's the best fit by any means. So that kind of worries me. Um, like I said, I don't mind bringing Spart back in, and I don't think the answer is necessarily bringing Spart back in and just having him go back with Slasher, Hook, and uh, Ace him, because at the same time, like we saw that roster post Major 2, and they looked horrible. So I guess I'm not really sure what the answer is here because I could see them, you know, maybe bringing in a sub for Hook uh, or for Asim because, you know, the sub duo has been struggling. It's hard to bring out Slasher because, once again, he's kind of your system. But I don't know where you go from here because I don't know enough about maybe the top challengers players. Like, I guess, is there a scrappy you could bring in um, to try to, you know, breathe some life into this team? But then you've got to go through Ultra uh, and make a move with them and pay them out. So it's a weird situation. Uh I'm just not necessarily a fan of the Neptune play because I just don't see, even if he's slightly better than like a Asim or um, a Hook in this title, which we saw him look horrible on New York, even if he is slightly better, I just don't think he's some huge upgrade that instantly makes them uh, have a big improvement or a big jump in their performance. So uh, not really a fan of this, but I do believe LAG probably has to do something in order to change up their team. Uh Another potential roster change happening with Florida. Uh, apparently, as long as Rocker and Florida can finalize a deal, Major Maniac to Florida is still likely, according to CDL Intel. Neptune is also being trialed here. Um, would most likely be a Dave, Patty, and Vivid out, and then a Major Maniac and Neptune swap in. This is another one that is just like so odd to me. I figured if, if Florida was finally going to make a roster change, they would slide Skies to the main AR, Wake to the Flex, keep Vivid in at sub, and then slide in another actual sub-machine gun player to go with Vivid because we know, you know, Awakening is a little bit more of a slower, more of a bait player. Uh, he baits his teammates a little more. You know, he plays for kills. Um, he puts up big stats, but maybe he isn't, like, bringing the pace, uh, which as a second sub isn't the worst thing. Like, there's a lot of subs that have made a strong career out of doing that. The problem is... They make a strong career with maybe a little bit of another slower sub with them that isn't like lightning fast. And Vivid has no stop button. He is like the fastest sub there is or one of the fastest subs. So that paired with like the slowest sub just doesn't go well. Um, and I honestly figured if they're making a roster change, uh, it would be something like, you know, like I said, Sky slides up to the AR, Wake slides in, and they get a fast, uh, fast sub to go with Vivid. Uh, Neptune, I, I guess... I wouldn't hate Neptune if he was playing with Vivid as more of like the Slayer sub, and then you were going to slide uh, Skies and Wake back. I wouldn't hate that, actually. Like, I know I just said I wouldn't like Neptune on LAG, but that was because I don't know that he's better than either sub. But on this team, they only have one sub player. Like, I don't care what you guys say if, like, Wake's been using the sub this year. He's not a true sub player. That's not his natural role. Um, I would love to see Vivid stay on this roster. Like, I know Vivid's stats look bad, but that's because he's being left on an island trying to run out and be an entry guy and, like, move forward while, like... He's pushing a hill, and it's like, wow, the rest of my three teammates are sitting out ahead. Like, they provide no pace. Um, Skies has been trying, and Skies has been actually very fantastic this year, but Dave Patty has been so slow. Um, I guess if there's one thing I can make out of this, I don't know that this change makes um, Florida like a world beater or great if it does happen, although I could see it technically improving them uh, in a weird way. Like, I know I just ragged on it, but I could see a way that in terms of their results, it slightly improves them. I don't think it'll make a difference in the end because I don't think it makes them a contender, but I would say I think Major Maniac, while he is known for being a slow AR, I do think he knows how to pace himself with his team better than Dave Patty would, and I think he would still get in a little more engagements, play a little faster. I think he's a better search and destroy player, and he's also icy. We know Major Maniac just finds ways to win. Uh, so I guess subbing him in for Dave Patty to me would be an improvement. 
Uh, I don't know necessarily that Neptune is an improvement over Vivid because I do think Vivid's a very good player and has been very undervalued this year because his stats look pretty bad uh, on paper, but you know how tough his role is. Anybody that knows COD knows how tough of a role Vivid is playing, being one of the fastest subs in the league, um, playing with probably the slowest team around him of any team. So everybody knows how tough that is. Uh, but I do think maybe Neptune being a little slower than Vivid could almost help this team because like, if Neptune slows it down and plays more slow, you know, Wake's playing a slower role. Um, Major Maniac's still going to play slow and Skies is playing like his normal speed. Like they could just be one of those teams that see success as a slow team. Uh, and I think maybe their paces match up a little better. So if they sub in Major Maniac and Neptune, I think they maybe improve a little bit, but it's not like some drastic improvement that makes them a contender. And it's not some improvement because it's like a clear upgrade. It's more because it makes their pacing better in my opinion. So we'll have to see if that happens. Uh, but I'd rather see Neptune go here than LAG, and I'd rather see LAG do something wild uh, that maybe I don't know about yet. Last little roster change here is apparently Johnny is potentially going to Paris in place of John. Uh, obviously, Johnny been playing with like Fellow and Clay, that team. Uh, and apparently, he's like nasty online and, you know, struggled a little bit on land or something. Like, I don't know a whole lot about the kid. Uh, I know he's a sub player. I know um, he'd be going in place of John, who's, you know, been struggling a little bit this year, a vet. I guess it's an odd move. I don't have much to say about it because it's Paris and they're eliminated anyways. Uh, I guess the only like logic I definitely see behind it is it seems like it's like a move for next year. Um, maybe they're just trying to, you know, lock him up as a franchise player going forward. Maybe figure out, hey, you know, like this Johnny and Jimbo duo is like, hey, that's a good sub duo. Like we'll, we'll lock them up moving forward or something. Or maybe, maybe they're trying to like see between Johnny and Jimbo if they can, you know, sign one to a, a deal next year and like, make one of them their franchise player. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to make sense of it. I don't necessarily know that Johnny is a franchise player, but I know, I know I've been hearing a lot of people say like over the last year that he's pretty nasty. So as long as they're able to, you know, get him on the roster, maybe lock him up going forward as a potential, um, franchise player for them. That could be something, but that's about all I can say about this one. Uh, couple more little pieces of news to talk about champs is in LA August 4th through the 7th. That was just announced. Sorry, we uh, we had an odd little cutoff there. Uh, I was talking about Champs. Uh, Champs is in LA August 4th through the 7th. Not a huge fan of this. Um, I guess like the dates, you know, whatever, August 4th through 7th, that's whatever. It's a little earlier than normal. That doesn't really affect me that much. Um, it's usually maybe in the middle of August. I don't know. Whatever. That's whatever. Uh, I just don't like this whole LA thing. Uh, obviously, the one Champs I've been to in my life, actually in person, I've been to a few events. But the one champs I've been to was in LA. It was the Black Ops 4-1, which is played in like UCLA, um, their basketball arena, which was a cool event. I loved it. Um, it was cool to go to LA, but you know, since then it's been MW champs online and then back to LA for uh, Cold War, now back to LA again. And I mean, I get it. LA is like one of the biggest cities, maybe, you know, the most known city in America. Like it's a big time city for places to go. Um, events always happen there. It's like a prime city for that kind of stuff. I get it. But one, it's very expensive to travel there. Um, LA is just an expensive place. California is an expensive place. Uh, they kind of price a lot of people out, uh, especially young people like myself, you know, just getting out of college, they can price a lot of people out because LA is so darn expensive. Um, and like, I feel like it'd be fun to switch it up. Like, would I be able to go to London? No, I probably couldn't afford it. But I think you fans over in London and like, I know we have a decent amount of UK listeners. I would love for you guys to have a champs because first of all, let's be honest, um, even as an NA guy, I know your crowds are crazy. They go nuts. They're amazing. It'd be cool to have a champs in London, um, somewhere in the UK, somewhere in Europe. It'd be cool to be over there. I get, you know, maybe like they'd have to announce that a lot earlier because like in terms of travel plans, um, but that's whatever, like they can just announce it earlier. I also don't get this whole like 
secrecy of having to wait to announce it. I hate that. I hate that it's June 15th I'm looking right now, and I just learned that in a month and a half, this is where the champs location is. Like, in order to plan a trip out or, like, something like that, like, if I'm, like, making a trip across the country or making a trip somewhere, like, sometimes you got to know more than a month and a half in advance, you know, cheaper flights and, like, easier to, like, book a room somewhere and, like, you get a little more time to plan it out with your friends and, like, everybody can make sure they're free that in that time, like... I don't like this whole, like, let's keep it secret until a month before, and then we'll announce it, and, like, it's going to be in L.A. every year. Like, I don't want to plan for L.A., then all of a sudden they switch it or something. So, like, I wish, first of all, they got to announce it earlier. I think every year it should move to a new location. Uh, I think majority of them should probably be in the U.S. just because, I don't know, with the way events work, that's technically how it is. But I feel like every once in a while we should throw it over to the U.K. for champs because they would be great uh, with the champs fan base and everything. So, Champs is August 4th through the 7th in LA. Like I said, not a fan of this. Uh, I believe they just need to start moving it around. Like, give other fans in other regions of the US a chance to get there. Cause, like, if you're somebody that's more in, like, the East Coast, in, like, the New York area or any, like, anywhere over there on the East Coast, like, it's gonna be tough. You have to go cross country and pay for an expensive plane ticket to get over there and watch. Like, throw it in Chicago sometimes, throw it in Dallas sometimes, throw it in New York sometimes. Like, move it around a little bit. I think. It would be greatly enjoyed. Throw it in Atlanta. Like, go to the cities. Like, move it around. Don't just go to L.A. every time. Um, all right, now that little rant's over. Challenger Champs, also in the same location. The top four teams in points uh, overall in the standings auto-qualify, and then one team from each region in an online qualifier does as well. So, uh, N.A., APAC, EU, and then the Latin America region. I, like, I don't know if this is beta or whatever, but, like, Doug was, like, taking my team i talked to yannette his ex-girlfriend um and he's moving into a house or, or her house so they can play in latin america with his team and try to qualify from there because he thinks it'll be easier or something i was like that's wild um it's kind of weird that only like eight teams are going to be there uh and you can basically just form a team to make yourself have the highest points um in order to like guarantee yourself a spot at champ seems very odd to me um i don't know what's going on with challengers it seems like they keep screwing it up but yeah challenger champs same location only eight teams seems a little odd but um hopefully we can keep improving challenger events going forward i don't even know what to say about this this is this is very very odd to me um and like i said last thing i want to do i have a little note here is i want to do the player tier list want to make sure i mention that again if you got to this point in the video i want to do the player tier list it's just with the way the rosters are shaking out right now and you know things just being in limbo and us not knowing exactly what they are. I don't want to like throw random players in for my major four rankings that don't end up playing or players that we think are going to play. And then they also don't end up playing. So hopefully by this time next week, you know, middle of next week, we have potentially, uh, the rosters fully announced and I can do a little double, double podcast, double episode week where we do a player tier list for one and then do our predictions, uh, for the major, uh, or excuse me, not for the major, for the first week of matches for major four, uh, in, in an episode next week, so maybe split it up into two, maybe do one, uh, pretty lengthy episode, comment down below what you guys would want. That's going to do for this one though. Like I said, just news and like roster mania kind of stuff to talk about. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed If you're on YouTube. Like I said earlier, please be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe. We're climbing to 500. Maybe we'll do something special for 500. Uh, if you guys can help get us there, I greatly appreciate it. If you're on the audio platforms and you're listening there, be sure to drop a follow, uh, drop a five-star review if you're able. I greatly appreciate the support. Like I said, um, means the world to me. I've, I've greatly made, uh, enjoyed making these podcasts. Uh, it's been a fun time, and uh, I love doing it. So we're going to keep on the grind and keep going. I'll see you guys next week for another episode. Like I said, potentially the player tier list, if they can freaking announce all these teams um, and give us the official rosters, but for sure predictions for the matches um, for the first week of Major 4. So thank you guys so much for watching, and I will see you in the next one.